What's up everyone, welcome to another episode and in this one I'm going to tell you some things that I've learned from buying real estate, stocks, crypto and NFTs, just some, some thoughts in general about the different asset classes and um, yeah, some things that I've learned. Of course, we could go into a one hour episode for real estate, one hour for stocks, one hour crypto, <laughs> I mean like 10 hours of each, but we're not going to do that here, it's just going to be like, a, like an overview. Um, in case you've considered, you know, any of these asset classes. Before we get started, if you find this episode helpful, head over to CryptoLaunch.com and check out our different networking groups for crypto NFTs. I'm sure you're going to find them super helpful if you're interested in this industry. And if you find this helpful, also share it with a friend. All right. So the first thing is that since I was like 16 or so, I started looking for ways to, to make money in the internet, right? Build my business. I started with affiliate marketing, then moved to e-commerce and then e-commerce uh, led me to, yeah, um, more e-commerce <laughs> and consulting. And then in the meantime, I also did affiliate marketing because some of the tools that I was using to build my e-commerce business, I was an affiliate. So I, I, I've done affiliate marketing, consulting, e-commerce um, services as well, like in agency and I've built that business over time and with the money from that business i you know i wanted to make some investments so in the beginning i started with real estate so i bought real estate um well first of all in the beginning i actually didn't buy anything i i was just saving money for years uh, but when i did invest the money outside of my business it was real estate because i don't know i i always saw like my my grandparents and people that i knew like uh talking about real estate and uh, Grant Cardone and and all these people talking about real estate. I, I thought that you know like this is a uh, something I want to do. I think it's it's kind of like stable. You receive like passive income. It sounds like easy. <laughs> Buy the property and just receive the rent and that's it. So I did real estate and uh, and I still have real estate um, stocks. Uh, when the pandemic hit in the middle of the crash, I, I got into the stock market. And it was literally the bottom. <laughs> I was it was. Yeah, it was pretty much the bottom and I bought um, all kinds of stocks that I knew were not going to go bankrupt. That was my only thought process was like, oh, let's just buy everything that's not going to go bankrupt. Right. And I started buying like big companies. And, and after a year or so, I looked like a genius investor, but I was just buying things that I knew were going to be around. Like, you know, I knew Shopify was not going to crash. I knew uh, General Motors was going to be around after the pandemic. Um, and, and several other big ones and the returns were, were pretty good because I bought uh, the bottom and they went up because of inflation and the market went back kind of like let's say to its madness uh, to norm quote-unquote normal and, and madness and uh, then I, I got like more like into crypto so I was kind of like the order like real estate stocks crypto uh, crypto was I mean I actually bought crypto in 2017 but I didn't really follow through with that. I kept focusing on my business. So I bought a little bit and, and that's it. Uh, long story. But anyways, I bought for, I bought crypto first 2017, but I don't consider that being the first because I, um, I didn't really follow through with it. Didn't take it super seriously. So it was real estate stocks and then it was crypto and then from crypto NFTs. Right. So I've been around different asset classes. I've also invested in my business. So I know what it is to invest on, on a lot of Facebook ads and on team building and all that. So the, the first thing I want to tell you, like the big picture um, lesson is that every single 
asset class is risky, right? There is like people believe that let's say our real estate is very, very, is very uh, safe, right? But real estate can be very risky if you do it the wrong way. Stocks, people say, oh, the stock market's been going up very steadily over time. It's very risky if you don't know, if you don't do it the right way, or if you don't know what you're doing, if you buy at the wrong time. And we're gonna dive deeper into this, uh, some examples. Um, and crypto, of course, people associate a lot of risk in crypto because it goes up and down a lot, which means there's more volatility than, for example, stocks and real estate. Um, but also there's, there's some stocks that are, have a lot of freaking volatility, but, but people associate more volatility to, to, um, crypto. And then we have NFTs, which is like the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate risk asset class, because it's like, you have the extreme volatility of crypto plus the illiquidity, uh, which means you need to find a buyer to sell your NFT. Uh, but I've found that if you have a good NFT, it's going to be way more liquid than, than, uh, uh, probably a real estate property, right? You're going to find a buyer faster. Um, anyways, look, there's risk in, in absolutely every single asset class. If you don't know what you're doing, let's go one by one. Um, let's say uh, the first one being the business, which was the first thing that I was investing in. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like an asset class, but it's an investment. It's risky to invest in your business. It's risky to invest in Facebook ads and not know if you're going to make your money back right? Like you, you go and you invest $1 today and you're hoping to make two or three in the next months by uh, getting more customers, but you might not, right? It totally depends on your strategy, your hustle, your offer, your landing page, your funnel, your pricing, your sales team, your, I mean, every, 100 variables and it's risky to invest in your business. It's risky to invest in your education also. What if you buy a book? What if you go to a seminary and you don't learn anything? It's risky. Then Real estate, the first thing I invested in. It's risky because if you buy the wrong property at the wrong price, you're going to lose money. And not only are you going to lose money, you're going to have the most illiquid asset that no one will want to buy. And you're going to be stuck with it as taxes go up, right? As taxes go up over time because you need to pay property taxes and all kinds of freaking taxes in real estate, right? So if you buy a property like near a river, for example. And uh, you, maybe you didn't knew that that was an important variable. That property is going to be very hard to find a buyer because it might flood. You know, maybe it happens once every three, three years or once every two, but it, it can build a reputation of don't buy a property near a river. So no one's going to buy it. No one wants to rent it because it's near a river, maybe. And maybe the river smells like crap and no one wants to rent it. No one wants to buy it. And you didn't knew that when you were buying the property. So now you're left with a property that's hard to rent. It's hard to sell. You need to put it on the market under what you bought it for. And it's highly liquid. It means you cannot take your capital and put it in another deal to make your money, to make back some money because it's tied up in the floor next to a smelly river. Or maybe you bought a property next to a house that has five dogs and they are, and each dog is one year old and they still have to be in this freaking planet 10 years barking every freaking day and there's no one doing anything and the owners of the dogs they don't do anything i know what that is uh, people that are very they they don't they're not consider um how do you say this like in spanish we say they, they don't care about anyone else they're just like yeah the dog barks all day right and that and your property loses value for 10 years as long as those freaking dogs keep barking no one wants to live in a next to a house that is 
full of dogs barking all day. People work in their house now, right? So it's very also, it's also like hard to rent. It's also hard to sell. And if you buy, for example, an apartment or a house in a condominium and the condominium doesn't take care of the property, painting the building, um, maintenance, maintenance costs keeps going up forever. Tenants keep wrecking the apartment, like things like that. Look, all those things are a pain in the butt and it can lower the value of your property. If you buy in the wrong country, in the wrong political environment, that's also risky because people don't want to, investors won't want to invest in properties in unstable countries. And the list goes on and on. There's freaking hundreds of risks in real estate, uh, but there's also great money to be made. There's, I think it's one of the asset classes where most billionaires have been made. So it's about knowing how to do it, but it's not risk-free. If you buy a great property also, but you buy it at the peak, right? Like it's double, it, do it doubled in price and then goes down, you know, it's not a good purchase, even if you have a great property. So the key is buying a good property, the right property at the right time. But that also, now let's move into the stock market. It also applies there. You can buy a, a company that's great and you buy it at the peak. You will have to wait several years to make your money back, let's say, on paper. Or maybe you bought the wrong company at the wrong time and say goodbye to your money and that's not coming back. Maybe you bought the wrong company at the right time, maybe it went up, but then went down and then you didn't ever made money back because the company was bad. And uh, it's the same, same thing, right? You, it's about buying a good company at a good time. For example, buying Apple, buying Tesla in the pandemic, in the middle of the crash, right? That's buying a good asset at a good time. Then we, we move on to crypto. You can buy Bitcoin at the peak. It's going to go down. Yeah, you have a loss on paper, let's say. Or you bought ETH at the peak. It went down. You bought ETH at 4,000. Now it's 2,000. Yeah, you lost money technically on paper. But it's still a good asset. You can hold it. And the stock is the same. You can keep holding Apple if you want. So it's about choosing the right asset at the right time. Choosing Bitcoin, for example, at 30K. Ethereum at... 1500 right or whatever the price we're talking about but and or maybe some of the top other cryptos or top nfts buying them at the right time right like there was a point where cryptopunks uh the nfts they went to 140 ETH, and they're cryptopunks but if you bought there then they went down to 70. so you have a great asset but you run it at, you bought it at the wrong price so as you can see I have seen this in every single asset class. Real estate is risky. It's the most illiquid asset. So if you get it wrong, you're freaking, I mean, you're gonna stick to that wrong decision for a while. So you cannot get it wrong, right? Ideally. <laughs> so real estate, there is risk, very illiquid. Stocks, you can buy at the wrong time and lose money. Crypto, you can buy at the wrong time and lose money. NFTs, you can buy the wrong NFT at the wrong time and lose money. There's risk in absolutely everything. So the key is not choosing the winning asset class. There's no such thing as the winning asset class, right? If you don't do it correctly, the key is becoming a more skillful investor and saying, I'm going to master this one specific asset class and I'm going to become the best. I'm going to improve my skills. I'm going to gain more experience. I'm going to make more better, better decisions. I'm, I'm going to make more money here because I am a better investor in this asset class. And you'll realize that same principles applies to other asset classes. 
if you become a great crypto investor because every time it crashes you buy some of the best cryptos and nfts and you accumulate more overtime and you're a long-term holder then you might want to apply those principles to the stock market you see everything crashes recession you buy apple you buy tesla you buy this you buy uh all these other companies and you hold them and you'll realize whoa you're a great investor in everything in stocks in crypto and then you see a great property uh maybe it's in in miami beach and for some reason I, the market crashed and you bought this property for super cheap and it went up over time 10 years it's a great property now it's some multiple seven figure property great location and you bought it so cheap and then you're looking like a genius in every asset class but it's because you are a principle oriented right uh, and you learn those principles and you apply them in different places but you want to mainly focus on one right like some people diversify a lot on everything but i believe that first you need to like master one asset class like the asset class that's going to work for you is the one that you master right so if you say screw it i don't like real estate i don't like stocks what i like is crypto i like the community i like twitter i like i i see the potential i see the future i i understand the tech and I see the problems that it can solve. I'm just going to focus here. I'm not interested in anything else. Even if there's more money there, I like this one. Okay, become the best at that one. Maybe you don't like crypto. You like stocks and you love companies and analysis and P&L and all that stuff and cash flow. So you say, no, screw crypto, screw real estate. I'm going to become the best at stocks. I'm going to follow Warren Buffett's advice. Or maybe you're like, no, I, I don't want to deal with those digital assets and like stocks, I want tangible things. I want to, I want to invest in things that I can see in properties, in real estate, in apartments. Okay, follow some of the best people and then become the best at investing on that. So that's it. I mean, so I, I see people saying, oh, crypto is such a risky investment. It's such a risky investment. They're using the whole crypto industry as a, as a risky investment. But if you talk to some of the best crypto investors, they're going to tell you it's not risky for them. They, they don't think it's risky because they are so informed about the industry. They have so much experience. They just keep, they just continue making insane amounts of money and avoiding all the big mistakes. Why? Because they know how to do it. Every time the market crashes, they buy more. They accumulate the cryptos that they believe in and that they have seen that work the best right maybe the top cryptos every time the nft market goes down big correction a lot of fear they accumulate some of the best digital assets in nfts they they buy all these blue chip nfts so they just look like for them you tell them hey it's risky and for them it's not risky for them is they they don't associate risk with volatility generally right so that's another thing like all of these asset classes have different volatility but volatility is not necessarily related to risk, right? You can have something that has a lot of volatility, but in the long term, it doesn't necessarily have a lot of risk. So the thing is, real estate, people are, people associate it with low risk because there's not a graph that continuously shows the value of the property, right? unless you go like to Zillow. But let's say in Costa Rica, you don't know what is the value of a property. Right. You're just basically guessing and you're asking people and you kind of like you can get the official thing, but it's not as accurate so there's not a way where you can track it precisely and if you can't track it precisely in general it's in people's minds it's very stable stocks it, there's volatility but you know it's hard to say like freaking 60 percent 50 percent corrections 
only like in big big events um and then in crypto you have more volatility because it's newer and in, in nfts as well but people are associating volatility with risk immediately and i believe that the riskiest asset class is the one that you don't know how to um how to you know assess like of course if i get into real estate and i go buy properties everywhere and i have never done it i don't know what the hell i'm doing it's the riskiest asset class ever tying up all your money in all these properties that might become horrible investments or maybe you bought them super expensive no one wants to buy them from you or maybe you got into the stock market and you got all the biggest companies at the peak right literally in a moment of massive inflation all the asset classes pumping and you bought the peak and you know it went down then so it's not so much about volatility for me i believe it's about skills it's about experience uh I went pretty gradually like i went from real estate to stocks to crypto nft so i went the volatility how do you say this like the i went to, i went from asset class to asset class tolerating volatility uh more because real estate is not so much stocks crypto nfts nfts is the most let's say volatile uh, asset class and i can stomach the volatility easy now because i have done it for a while now and i i uh, like for me if it drops 30%, I, I, I literally don't care because I am not thinking about uh, these investments for one week, right? So it's about uh, also, I believe, like vo tolerating volatility is a skill. And if you're comfortable with the volatility and you have a conviction of your decisions and your assets that you're accumulating and you have conviction of the price of the assets that you're accumulating, so you say, oh my God, I know getting Bitcoin at 30K at this point is a great deal and you just keep buying and you have conviction in the asset and in the price. Then if it goes up and down, you, you really don't care. And if you see someone telling you, hey, there's a lot of risk, it moves down a lot. You're like, man, like for you, it's not very risky. I mean, you know what you're doing. Um, now, there's other risk associated with crypto. For example, you could get scammed. You can click a bad link. Um, you might lose your passwords. If you're using a non-custodial wallet so there's other types of risk associated with crypto which can make it riskier in that sense but at the same time some people might consider stocks very risky because you don't really have custody of your assets they are in uh, charles schwab or ameritrade or Robinhood, and you don't really own the the underlying asset so you're trusting a custodial and maybe for a crypto guy that's risky Maybe for you, it's not risky. You trust the company, but the crypto guys don't trust the company. So it's also a little bit subjective in that way. Like some people might believe there's risk in trusting companies. Some people might believe there's risk in having custody of your assets. And then in real estate, it's, uh, it can be confiscated. If you, the country becomes a communist country, I've seen properties confiscated in different countries uh, in Latin America. And I know stories of properties confiscated in Nicaragua, in Venezuela, in, in many different countries. And people believe that their country in Latin America won't be the next until it is the next. And for some reason, they can get their properties confiscated, right? And there's a risk on that. And maybe the crypto people are saying, hey, there's risk because it can get confiscated. But people are saying, oh, it's never been confiscated in 10 years. Why would it be confiscated until it is confiscated? 
So as you can see, there's way too many variables and I believe there is no black and white answer. I believe that the best investment is the one that you focus on and the one that you master and the one that you like and the one that you have conviction on and the one that you prefer and period. And that's it. Um, so in the end of the day, that's how I see it after seeing the different asset classes. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I, I think you can make a lot of money with every single asset class, with real estate, with stocks, with crypto, with NFTs. Um, and that's it. Maybe you want to, let's say, play it more like more safe long term and you want to get into real estate. Maybe you want to take advantage of, you know, the transfer of wealth that's happening in crypto and you are willing to tolerate more volatility than getting there. Or maybe you just want to follow Warren Buffett's steps and get into the stock market because it's been proven for a very long time. But maybe you won't have the gains that you will see on crypto and NFTs. So that's it. That's it, guys. Hope you found this helpful. And as I said, I could talk about this for hours and hours, each individual uh, asset class. I'm not an expert in real estate, in stocks, in crypto, in NFTs, right? I do have experience buying them, every asset, and, and uh, that's it. Um, I hope you found this helpful. If you did, share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about crypto and NFTs, hang out with people that know their shit and get feedback on your decisions, see projects, stay up to date on the latest information, go to CryptoLaunch.com, uh, CryptoLaunch hosts different types of networking groups for like-minded individuals in the crypto and NFT space, and we'd love to have you be part of our group, so go to CryptoLaunch.com, guys, I'll see you in the next one, peace out.